Somebody gotta be there when it gets ugly. Somebody gotta be there when it gets bloody. Somebody got to get their hands dirty. Yep, it's a fucked up job, but somebody gotta do it. Somebody gotta come up with the plan and be there when the shit hits the fan. Welcome to The Fixers, the best podcast you've never heard. I am Dave. And may never hear. And may never hear. Uh, I'm here with the Commodore of the Sea. And we have come to fix Hollywood and fix movies all together. Welcome to the show. And congratulations to the uh, the AI aliens who are uncovering this in the year 44,000 and listening I mean, to we it. have to release it just so we can get into the National Archives. <laughs> uh-huh. That'll make me feel so much better to be in there. Um, today we're going to talk, uh, we'll play a game, uh, two games, two games, a mini game and a real game. What was the, what was the, your game? The skunk files, skunk files, skunk files. It's, is this person older than skunk or is it facts about skunk? Has this person worked with skunk? Oh, oh, wow. Wow. It's going to be this tough. might be a game changer because if I get a hundred percent on this, it you might beat the Travolta You will not get a hundred percent. Wow. That's bold. I don't appreciate that. I'm sorry. I'm not rooting against you. It's just going to be it's hard. Not, it sounds like you are already, but that's that's fine. We're going to play uh, a mini game called uh, How Many Movies Does Bruce Willis Have in the Red Box Right Now? Talk some media diet. And maybe let's talk about what we're looking forward to in the upcoming uh, winter season for movies. Yeah. Just to see what some stuff that we're actually looking, actually actively looking forward to, which people don't really talk about anymore. The... Uh, because well, I think I think people are so used to movies not coming out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there was a long period of time where like every movie I was looking forward to, it's like, oh, that's pushed back two years. And I'm just like, all oh right, yeah, all right, I'm not even going to look forward to anything. And if something happens and surprises me, that's great. Tom, the Maverick just passed a billion dollars. Uh, deservedly so. The, I mean, and he he has ten percent of the gross on that movie. I don't even know if he cares about the money anymore. I mean, what he doesn't. What he doesn't. could he? What could he do with it? I mean, he's a guy that like like sh- actively shops for airplanes. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I know he spends. I don't mean that he lives like a monk. I just mean like he's he's hit that like ceiling of rich where it's like, do you even know if you have another ten million dollars? He he he's hit that ceiling of rich where he probably goes out with no money, right? And people just like give him stuff because he's Tom Cruise or like. He goes to get gas, and he's like, "Oh shit, I forgot my wallet." What is his? What is his license say on it? Do you think it says Thomas Maypother? Yeah, I don't think he ever legally changed his name. Yeah, I'm curious because his brother works um, in stuff and goes by Maypother. Uh, I bet he didn't legally change his name. I also would not be shocked if he is someone who doesn't actually have a valid license. Who's just like that? You know I'm, what? Like Steve Jobs style of like. I don't have a license and I'm going to drive in the HOV lane by myself. And like, what are you going to do? I'm Steve Jobs. He, I guess he goes into LA and like uh, where he lives and puts like a helmet on and just rides his motorcycle around. So I don't know. I feel like he is a guy that actively collects licenses for things. It wouldn't surprise me if he has like a forklift driver license. Like he has so many licenses for things. He does so much. I just feel he just likes collecting things. Yeah, he could. I'm not guaranteeing he doesn't have a license, but like he just lives on a different set of rules than you and I do. All right, enough talking about Star Lord. <laughs> Welcome to Tom up. Cruise episode three. I mean, it's it's a, truly a Tom Cruise love fest in every sense of the word. Um, so let's talk about media diet. What have you been watching lately? We have been watching uh, RRR. 
You familiar okay. with this? The uh, no. the Indian Bollywood action. It's actually not Bollywood. It's Tollywood. It's a different part of India. Uh, super over the top action extravaganza. I'm sure you haven't heard of it. It's a. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's gotten a lot of American fans. R R R. Just like the letters R R R. It stands for like Rise, Rebel, Revolt, or something. It's... I've never heard of it. I'm surprised. It's fun. I mean, it's very silly. Like it's okay. Way over the top. It's like the bad CGI, like Disney TV, this CGI kind of thing. Well, it's not. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's not technically bad. I mean, it's a very expensive okay. movie. It's a huge, yeah. huge cast and you know trains going off bridges and but it's i mean it's ridiculous it's like a, a man picks up a tiger and like throws him over a bridge you know it's like what made you want to watch that uh it looked fun i don't know got i mean it's huh. gotten very well reviewed i like bollywood because it's also a musical so it's like yeah i was assuming there's a couple uh, musical elements in it yeah it's a it's a very like Almost everything in Bollywood is musical. Like their version of The Godfather is a musical. Their remake of yeah. Titanic is a musical. Uh, I don't know. I like I like Bollywood. I don't think I've ever seen a Bollywood movie. <clears throat> Should see RRR. I mean, I'll try it. I'm I'm up for anything. Recommend it. That I don't know. It's never really appealed to me. Like the whole Bollywood thing. I don't know why. It just seems like lesser versions of what Hollywood's doing. So no, it's just so different. I mean, it's like okay, it's like a whole different genre of music. You're just like oh, I always looked at it as like the sci-fi network. No, like, like oh, they're putting out like Sharknado and we put out Jaws like that. Yeah, I mean it's silly like Sharknado, but okay. I don't know. I don't describe it. I mean, like watch thirty minutes of it and if you don't like it. Mm, all right, I'll try it. Uh, I have watched uh, the indie, the '80s. Lesbian indie classic Desert Hearts. Okay. Uh, with um, a young uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, really? Did not. He's not credited. <laughs> he's just like halfway really? through the movie. It's these like, you know, one one woman is like, a, she knows she's a lesbian, and this other one is like, you know, she seduces the woman who thinks she's Jeffrey straight. Tambor was on the spinoff of Three's Company. Ah. Huh. Jack's Fun place or something or any he was on he was on several episodes if you watch Three's Company like it just has all the actors before they hit yeah like, there's a lot of guys on there it's like wow that's that's crazy this guy's on there um yeah wow who's Jeff, what else was Jeffrey Tambor in uh what else was Jeffrey Tambor in everything right <clears throat> the Larry Sanders show is oh uh, the Larry the, Sanders show I've heard of that he's best known for also been watching a lot of Larry Sanders but from our previous podcast that. No one has heard yet. <laughs> is it on HBO Max? Yes, it's on HBO okay. Max. I've told you this okay. every ep every episode. I have reminded you that it's easy to watch. You could watch it right now. You could be watching it as we're recording. I mean, I might be in, I might be in too deep that I I can't do it because you want me to watch it so bad. But you would you enjoy it. You screwed yourself. No, this is you're screwing yourself. You're denying this yourself one of one of the great of, works of, of television. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I need to watch it. I know. I, I need to watch it. I'll watch it. now. It so when you were reading the Bob Odenkirk book, did, did you skip the Larry Sanders? Oh, he talks part? about Larry Sanders, and, it, and the way he makes it sound is like it was the best show ever. And, yeah, because it yeah. is. Because he was in it, right? He was like yes. the lawyer or something? Yeah, he's yeah. a recurring character. He's not in every episode. He's not in the main cast, but he's, um, he's okay. Larry's agent. All right. I mean, I, I need to watch it. I Yes. 
You do. I I believe you. I need to watch it. Anything else? Uh, I mean, I could list more. I've, I watched this German film from the 70s, Bitter Tears of Petra von Kant. Uh, it's K-A-N-T. Kant. Yeah. Um, uh, the Noah Baumbach uh, movie with, uh, I forget her name, Frances Ha. Oh, did you like it? No. Uh, I didn't like it Mia either. loves it. Yeah, I don't like her. As a, <laughs> Do I you ever, like her. I'm not going to call anyone. I should say the Commodore's lady. <laughs> do you, do you, have you ever had an experience where a woman shows you a movie and she's like, this is just like me. And the main character is just like an absolute piece of trash. Yeah, <laughs> just like someone yeah. who like doesn't have their shit together, is a bad friend, is selfish, yeah. is an addict. And not yeah. like, not like shows you like Silence of the Lambs and it's like, I'm like this. But just like, wait, you think this is you? <laughs> yeah. I've, like, uh, I've okay. seen that happen quite a like, few times. It's never, uh, it's, it's never like julia roberts or something it's always right yeah like oh that's just like me and they're like tripping over everything yeah it's yeah. like not i don't want to say everyone many women like um bridget jones oh yeah but sure. she's like kind of a fuck up right yeah her whole life is a fuck up right yeah she has to be saved <laughs> by a guy is that how the story goes yeah whereas i watched i'm like i'm like maverick I can, I'm I can, exactly like I can fly the SR-171. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hit Mach, any, Mach 10. Anytime I get compared to anybody in a movie, it's I just am like... Because sometimes somebody will say, you know what you look like? And I'll say, don't say it. Because it's never anybody good, you know? Uh, like, you look like a pudgy Fred Savage. Thanks for that, I guess. Or like, have you ever... Oh, I got one one time back when I was... Pudgy Facebook. Fred Savage? What does that even mean? When, like, you a... had long hair. Like, oh, have you ever seen a... You look like Jim... Um, Jim Morrison. And I was like, great. And she's like, yeah, just type in fat Jim Morrison. And I was like, thanks for that. I think my response was even, thanks with a question mark. Like, okay, great. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't always work out well when people try to describe you. That's why I just go with a blanket Jack Skellington for you. Or... You know, Peter Fonda, that's generally my. Also, I think you have a very. Uh... I think you look like who's Peter, the guy in Supergirl. O'Toole? Yeah, you have a Peter O'Toole about you, too. That's yeah, I'm just, I these are all just like tall, skinny guys. Yeah, I'm good. But I mean, tall, you know... tall, skinny alcoholics. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, accurate. <laughs> um, I'm watching. Well, I watched Supergirl again. I watched. Uh police academy with one of the kids and it was the OG. maybe the best day of his entire life he was so into michael winslow like uh-huh. immediately like he sw- a switch turned in his head he's like who is that like is he making all those sounds with his voice uh-huh and i was like yeah michael winslow like does that with his voice you should look it up like it's like his thing and he's yeah. like is he ever tour live can we see him who is this michael winslow what is this like he was he Tackleberry. Just, he just loved. take him to Bobby McFerrin and tell him it's Michael but Winslow. <laughs> explaining to him like what the stereotypes were because there's the like Mexican guy that like goes into the girls' dorm and dresses like a girl and like is a Lothario and they're like, why is that guy a Lothario? Or like, why is that guy all the chicks like that guy? It's like because in 1980, if you had your hair slicked back, you could basically get anybody you wanted. So. Mm-hmm. It was it was just a joy to watch with him, like him. Why Michael Winslow sparked that much joy in him, I didn't even question it. I was just like, 
We'll go see him live. I'll get you a cameo of him, whatever you want. Is he your new favorite comic? That's totally fine. I mean, who who else but 12-year-olds would deeply enjoy Michael Winslow, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, it's impressive. Like, I can't do that. Michael Winslow, Carrot Top, or Weird Al. Put them in the order you would see them for concerts. Winslow, Carrot, Al. Wow. That's fair. I think I might switch carrot and Winslow. Uh, I bet. I mean, what what does I... Winslow does Winslow actually have a live show? What would it yeah, be? Yeah, he does like sound effects and like for like ninety minutes of. Yeah, he's got that much material. What is? That? <laughs> I I mean I guess I don't know. He's had like a, I think he had like maybe one special. Mm-hmm. Um, but he tours all the time. I think I would be. I think I'd be fascinated. That's. I think that's why it's number one. Because so like I, I in my mind, I know exactly what a carrot top show is like, and I know exactly what I, a yeah. weird owl show is like. I don't need to see it. I know. I also bet I would laugh my ass off at a carrot top show. Uh, I, I, I just have this feeling like I don't. I wouldn't want to, <laughs> but I just know I would be five minutes in, and I would be totally charmed by carrot top and want to be at the top of the prop. Like he's, I don't really know why, but it's, I feel the same about like Larry the Cable Guy or something. If I was forced to go, I'd probably mm-hmm. have the best time of my life. Mm-hmm. But just from the outside, I can't convince myself to go. So I don't know. Um, what else I'm watching? I finished watching um, a show on Hulu. I love you. Oh, I love that for you. It's got Vanessa Bayer in it and Molly Shannon. Hmm. It's about Home Shopping Network. This woman claims to have cancer and starts working the Home Shopping Network, and then she becomes a celebrity because she has can't like she had cancer when she was a kid, and now like she says she it's it's come back. It's it's pretty funny. I I like it a lot. But does she actually have cancer? Yeah, it's 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 pretty dramatic. Sounds, actually, sounds There's hilarious. Sounds great. a lot of crying. It's you know. <laughs> It's like uh, Shrill. Have you ever watched Shrill? Mm, no, that's the one set in Portland, right? Yeah, that's the one with all like the big ladies. It's kind of like yeah, that. Like, that's the one drama. based on yeah. Lindy West. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I mean, I, I like it. She, she gave a, a negative review minds. to one of my movies, so I'm biased against um, it. Finished watching Solar Opposites, an animated show that's from the Rick and Morty guys. Um, but mainly I just watched Supergirl again, and I keep trying to convince myself not to watch Dune again. So which one? The new one. I mean, the old one's always kind of there, but the new one, I, I feel like I need to break down more. So mm-hmm. like, there's just a lot going on. I need to like, at this point now, it's just, I don't even know if I can enjoy these movies or if I just have to, <laughs> if I'm like watching them academically. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I don't yeah, not I, enjoy them. I'm not just like miserable, but yeah, I'm, I'm watching Dune is like, like, I mean, I'm breaking it down. I can't turn that part of my yeah, brain Yeah, it's on. not, like, fun. It's like, well, well that's why I so much enjoyed the kid being like, Michael Winslow's just great. Yeah. That's all he is. He's just great. I mean, look at this guy. Look what this guy's doing. Like, you're like, wow, I guess that's true. I never thought about it like that. I'm just thinking about futars. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, like one day. Do, do they know futars exist? <laughs> Where are the futars? Like, one day, uh, Jason Momoa will meet a futar. <laughs> is Jason Momoa going to be half cat? I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, yeah, we shouldn't talk about futars because that's. No, save that for Dunecast. 
yeah, that's I'm not trying to break the internet with our food tars talk. Um, and I just what else am I? I was going to start reading because of your the Lady of the Sea, uh, the Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. She wants me to read that. Oh yeah, she was pushing that for our book club. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Uh, have you seen the movie? A long time ago, but I'm positive I watched it on fast forward. So you're talking days. about you're not talking about Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. You're talking Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. Beyond the Valley of the Dolls is not a book. It's the no. Russ Meyer, Roger Ebert sequel. Beyond Valley of the Dolls and like uh, Phantom of the Paradise for me are encore movies. Mm-hmm. Like encore had a weird genre of movie they played that was like that generation of movies. Their late night was Phantom of the Paradise and stuff that was like 70s nudity. And Skinamax was just made up horseshit. So I watched a lot of those movies on Encore. I think that's the first time I watched Marathon Man, Omega Man uh, was on Encore. Like they just had a lot of the that that generational movies. So I don't think any movies ever unsettled me to the core as much as Phantom of the Paradise. Fan of the Paradise, I had to rewatch as an adult because I didn't believe it existed. And I tried to explain to somebody what it was. And they're like, Swan and like guy with a mask and he's face pressed and a record. You guys, and I was, I remembered saying this, like, does anybody remember this movie? And they're like, no, is this like a fever dream or something? I'm like, I don't know. It's real. It's a Paula movie. Yeah. It's like like a well constructed. It just, it creeps me. It's not like it's scary. I'm not like, oh, but it it creeps me out. I just feel like. He does have a good way of creeping you out yeah you can tell he's you feel uncomfortable he's not a sure. normal man mr De Paul. body heat made me feel very uncomfortable for a lot of it <clears throat> so even blowout more blowout was more like i'm afraid everybody's recording me now <laughs> so you said on a podcast that we are both recording yeah absolutely <laughs> So, quick game. How many Bruce Willis movies are in the red box right now? Uh, so, I'm just guessing a number. Mm-hmm. Well, wh- how many total movies are in the red box? Like, I mean, you... A hundred? It, it shows you about... Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. It shows you about 25 on, like, the red screen. But I think that there's more inside that you can pick. You know what I mean? Uh, so, let's say there's a hundred movies total yeah i'm gonna guess there are seven bruce willis movies seven bruce willis movies currently in Redbox. in the specific red box at that i work Fred next Meyer. to right not every red box in america i wonder if that is actually very interesting i wonder if they change it to like for the midwest and stuff oh i bet they do have regional targeting like yeah so there is one Bruce Willis movie. Just one. I think they've cut down. Well, I think it's summer, and I also think they cut down after all the news about his like stuff. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, it is the classic, exclusive American Siege. Yeah. Co-starring well somebody known. named something Murphy. There's one Nick Cage movie, which is 
of the unbearable weight of massive talent, which I feel like is actually a good movie and probably shouldn't be there. Yeah, that's the one where he plays himself. I heard that's really good. I've heard it's good. I heard it's like Malkovich kind of ish. Ghostbusters, King Richard. God, there's a lot of. Ugh. Have you seen? I King want Richard? the dynamics. I want the breakdown for who watches Redbox. What's the income level? Like. Yeah, I mean, as I think I said in our previous very popular episode, uh, I assume it's for people that like don't have good internet at home. I assume it's for people on vacation. Maybe, but you you're, know what I mean? like, your store is not like a vacation hotspot. No, it's not. It's so weird. Like when you go to Chelan, they still have a video se- like selection in their Safeway. <laughs> I think there's like, a lot of people that don't have broadband at home. And they're just like, yeah. this is how they watch movies. I mean, now when I travel, I bring like my Amazon stick with me. Yeah. I just plug it into the back of the TV and just bypass everything so I don't have to like deal with anybody's horse shit. Yeah. I mean, it's not a majority of the population is using Redbox, but I think there is still enough. Yeah, that, that makes sense. There's always stuff in the Redbox I always want to see, but then I just go look it up. Right. Well, I mean, then you yeah. have to, like, return the DVD. I did just buy a movie. I forget what it was. You bought Dune. Do you share an account with the Lady of the Sea for Netflix? Do you guys have your own account? Like for Prime? accounts? Yeah. We're married. We live in the same house. We have, we have, I mean, I have all... two accounts with my girlfriend because I don't want her screwing up the vibe of my account. <laughs> no, I, it's all shared. Um, so, but Prime is in our bedroom, mm-hmm. is hers, and Prime out in the living room is mine. So anytime I'm going to rent something that I don't want to be judged for, I do it out there. So you're, like, you're paying for two Prime Where I'm accounts. paying for it? Like, yeah, like Wide Sargasso C, I'm going to rent right. out there. Like not in the living room, so so she doesn't have to pay for the, you know, flick from the '90s, possibly the best movie that's ever been made. We'll see. We haven't watched. We it will yet. find out. We'll we find, find out. out. Uh, no, we share all. I mean, we have like a joint bank account. Like it's all. No, that's fine. I'm just curious. Yeah. There's no. There's no secrets in the. I don't the... want to have. There's no secrets mind. at sea. That's true. There's no secrets at sea. The criminal minds fucks up everything. Like I don't want to have like a lot of that shitty TV online. So. Well, I don't watch. I don't watch criminal. Yeah. Minds. You don't watch criminal. <laughs> she minds, doesn't yeah. watch criminal minds. She watches a lot of True Blood. What was I thinking? Oh, that's on HBO. Before we start the, uh, she watches True Blood. Oh, you can also have separate like. You can profiles. have separate logins. Yeah, yeah, but you cannot have separate payment. No, but like. So like, it has to be through one account, just right, the right. same login. So yeah. yeah. You know, Elvis died when he was forty-two. I've, I just I've got it on the calendar the day I hit Elvis' death day. I thought he was like 50-something. Nope, he was 42. <laughs> yeah. We are so close to beating Elvis. Yeah, we beat John Lennon. And I had that thought this morning when I was at uh, Orange Theory, and I had to like run and take a shit. Like, please don't let me die in the toilet <laughs> like Elvis. Well, I assume you're not like cranking amphetamines and uh, no i didn't take three packets of valium at the same time doctor recommended yeah i mean that's i i read that as 42 i crank i crank advil that's my my drug of choice all pain pills that are over the counter are now i just consider them a vitamin (laughs) i have to take my advil in the morning like i have to take my vitamin d in the morning like is the only way to do it. Before I even go work out, I immediately take something. Like, I know I'm going to hurt afterwards, so I'm just going to take some back and body. 
It was game changing when I was in high school and I had like like a minor back injury. So I went to the sports doctor and he's like, hey, just, just take a bunch of Advil. And I'm like, well, I'm taking as much as the bottle says. And he's like, don't, don't worry about the bottle. Just, yeah. Just <laughs> just keep taking it till you it doesn't hurt anymore. Keep taking it till it feels better. Till you, I'm like, till you know. okay, you're a doctor. He's like, yeah. if you start like like having like blood clotting problems, then stop. But until then, you're fine. I'm like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. I'll thanks. take like thanks, doc. A thousand milligrams of like Advil, and my girlfriend's like, you know, that's really bad for you. And I'm like, I've been doing it for probably twenty years, so. Yeah, I'm sure it might be bad for me. Maybe my kidneys will blow out one day, but yeah, I've, we um I, uh, the fixers are not doctors. Do not take our medical advice. No, we are not liable not for anything you do based on our, any or medical or life advice that we give. Do yeah, not just advice. our fixing Hollywood advice. No, our movie suggestions are 100 percent right, but everything else is is wrong. You know, if you're like me, you listen to a lot of rock music. But you know constant exposure to loud music can lead to permanent hearing loss? Like after a concert when everything sounds muffled and your ears are ringing. Just imagine if it always sounded like that. So protect your hearing. My friends laughed at me for years for wearing headphones on stage, but they're not laughing anymore. Rock and roll is here to stay and make sure your hearing is too. Sponsored by the House Ear Institute. Give a little background on Skunk, because I don't think everybody knows him by his first name like we do. <laughs> You mean his, Jeff or Skunk? Which one do you... Skunk. You know, I feel like we have a more intimate relationship with Skunk than most people. Um, so Skunk Baxter, uh, if you've ever seen a picture of the Doobie Brothers in their prime, he's the guy with the big mustache and the beret. And you will see this guy frequently in pictures. He's never the star, but he's like in a lot of bands. He's toured with a lot of bands he's played on a lot of records and he just like he has such an iconic look so uh casual casual music fans just keep an eye out for beret wearing giant mustache guy in an american band and, and you'll notice this guy um Who i think the same for what 30 or 40 years yeah like, i mean the thing about the oh and he also he wears dark glasses so mm -hmm. when your look is a hat dark glasses and facial hair you can kind of look the same from when you're 20 to when you're 70 yeah, Slash still kind of looks the same, even though he right. just, when he has his hat off and his, his shaved, looks like a retired Jew in Florida. Yeah, it just looks like an old like, man. But, yeah. you know, like uh, Howard Stern looks like a lot like he did 30 years ago because he's yeah. got hair. Yeah, facial hair helps. Sam Elliott has looked the same age for, what, 50 years? <laughs> True. Uh, so he was in the original lineup of Steely Dan. Uh, Steely Dan basically stopped being a real band and was just like a recording project by the two founders. Uh, so then he joined the Doobie Brothers. Uh, and then he's the one who brought Michael McDonald into the Doobie Brothers as a background singer who then took over the band, making much better music than the old Doobie Brothers. Some would, uh, some would argue much, much better music. <laughs> anyone, any, anyone with the ear. Uh, and then he left the Doobies and then just like was like, guitarist for hire he played the bass too he played i mean he plays like everything he's like one of those musical he's like a g savants. smith guy like yeah. that's what he reminds me of just a guy that can play anything tours anybody but he's yeah he's he plays like many of the iconic 
Steely Dan, early Steely Dan solos and Doobie Brothers solos, and like his as a, I think he's most known as a guitarist, like to like baby boomer rock fans, like they're like, yeah. oh yeah, he played, he played the <clears throat> Boston Rag solo, <clears throat> uh, he played the solo on Ricky Don't Lose That Number, you know. That you ever do a soundtrack? He'd probably just oh, I can't, I can't answer Uh-oh, that because we've got a. Quiz. It's called the Skunk Files. I didn't look anything up. I was the hardest two weeks of my life. Like you said, Skunk, and I was like about to go on Wiki and like just follow my dreams. And nope. Skunk has worked with an extraordinary, extraordinarily deep number of uh, of artists, but not everybody. So the the name of the game is the Skunk Files. The question is, has Skunk worked with this person or not? And there are people that somehow, to the best of my knowledge, never worked with Skunk. Maybe there's evidence yet to be uncovered that they did. <laughs> but uh, so we're going to do skunk, skunk yes or skunk no. Okay. I'm going to name some names. And some of these I'll provide some context for the answer. Some I will have to look at Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. I'm, going, I'm shooting for 100%. Uh, <clears throat> skunk, question one Dolly Parton. This is hard because I feel like this is a trick question. I'm going to say skunk, yes. The answer is skunk, yes. Skunk played okay, on nine to five. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> skunk, like, he played on like every hit he played song nine to five? between like 1975 and 1985. He's one of those guys that's secretly like insanely rich, I'm sure, from writing some yeah. of those songs. He didn't write nine to five. He didn't write much. No, but he played on it. But he played yeah. on nine to five. Um, he played. Wow. He played on other Dolly tracks too in that era. He was just like he was an L.A. studio I mean, guy, and it was like you were in L.A. You wanted to record like extremely good music, like fast. You there were like, just like a a s- small number of people you called who were like, yeah, this I can like. Here's the chart. We're playing it now. We need it to be a hit. And he's like one of the one of those people. I don't okay. know, even know what to do with that information. I mean, that seems like it should have been the closer. Wow, he was... Oh, it only builds from here. Uh, wow. All right, I'm one for one. One for so, one. Yeah. Okay. Elton John. Again, a trick question, because I feel like he was... Elton John played with a lot of people. Most famously, I would say, Kiki D. Um, skunk, no. Skunk, yes. What? He played on Elton John's 1992 tour. He, oh, ba- oh, wow. That counts. I'm, so, sorry, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm just. He toured with Elton John. That's that's collaboration. You know, I hate, I hate to say it. I underestimated Skunk. <laughs> like, uh, I. Wow, I'm having a I'm I'm having a breakdown already over the Dolly Parton nine to five realization. I mean, <clears throat> wow, that's a skunk. Yes, uh, this is gonna be a lot harder than I thought. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I I was hubris. That's all it is. It's hubris. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Next Are you one. ready? Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Um, skunk. Yes. Skunk. Yes. Yeah, I uh, thought so, because, yeah. Skunk was working 
at a record at a music shop at a music instrument shop uh and he met a teenage Jimi hendrix in la yeah that makes and sense skunk played in Jimi hendrix's first band jimmy james and the blue flames wow. he played bass can i just take a second to say fuck you to eric clapton <laughs> he's such a horrible piece of shit and i fucking hate him so much he's an anti-vax weirdo like valerie bertinelli's quote on him was like he's always been an asshole he like was mean to he almost made ginger baker go fucking crazy hey eric you were never on heroin we know that you fucking lied about it for sure just for your fucking career stole his I best friend's wife eric clapton stole like it. i just cannot stand him i'm, I'm with you Sorry. also very overrated as a musician not that good and sloppy yeah like if you get into a head cutting comp like with george harrison and almost lose you ain't that good of a guitar player (laughs) you know yeah uh just a special shout out to eric clapton fuck you you have everybody else fucking like convinced but not me that was uh clapton corner with corner welcome to clapton corner so you are two for one I'm anti-clap. Uh, <laughs> we are anti-clap at the fixers. Uh, so next up, gonna go with Gloria Estefan. Oh, 100%. Skunk, yes. Nobody's saying no to Gloria Estefan back in the day. Well, he might not have said no, but she never asked, because that's a skunk no. Did okay. not work with Gloria Estefan. I'm only chalking that up because she has a sound machine behind her. Yeah, she had her own band. So she didn't. I don't think that her husband would have allowed. I think he's very controlling. Would have allowed. He's the like leader of the sound machine. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he would have allowed her to play. I mean, if that's if that beard comes walking in, you don't trust your wife around that. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Be that as it may, it's a skunk in a good no. world. In a free world, she would have definitely had an album where she played. Cuban music and skunk played on it for sure. Yeah. And I want to, I want to asterisk all of this, that skunk is a man of mystery. Skunk is a man of many resources and secret tales. And he could have worked with Gloria Estefan and there's just no evidence on the internet, but I, I I did my due diligence. I searched for all these no answers. So the best of my research abilities, he did not work with Gloria Estefan. Yes, they're both alive. He could. Skunk. There's still time. Skunk, I know you're a loyal listener. (laughs) Can you, uh, (laughs) can you hook it up with Gloria Estefan so Bane can, uh, can get back in the W column? I mean, we're not fair weather skunk fans either. I want our skunk bona fides to be known. We've been on the skunk train for a very long time. Uh, We're skunk heads. Yeah, we're skunk heads to the max. We we uh we just scream. We saw the Doobie Brothers and we just screamed Skunk's name. And he wasn't even in the band. He wasn't there. I would love to go to a skunk concert and bring like a sign that says Skunk Head and like have skunk hats. <laughs> he has his first ever solo album this year. Wow. First ever. I bet everybody played on that. I feel like that just everybody played on it. Either that. everybody played on it or he played every instrument and no one played That's, on yeah. it. It's, it's, one, it's all the way one or all the way the other. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go with <clears throat> Shelly Duvall. Wow. God, this fucking 70s were weird. 100% skunk, yes. <laughs> he wrote the theme music for her TV show, Bedtime Stories. Okay. 
Yeah. Because of course he yeah. did. Was that like a show that was like her telling like mystery stories, like amazing stories? Uh, it was like fairy tale stories, I think. Okay. That makes sense. I feel like I watched a couple of those. Another show that falls into the uh, Phantom of the Paradise realm for me is mm-hmm. Amazing Stories, Steven Spielberg. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I watched all those, but I don't really remember any of them. Are those available? Like, I, I don't, I haven't seen those since they came out. There was an Eero <clears throat> in like the early 90s when anthologies were a thing and they were out a lot, like yeah. Tales from the Crypt and all those Amazing Stories. And was there like a Fantastic Stories? Like, just it was just weekly, like, different story every week. Uh, are you ready for more skunk? I'm ready. I mean, I'm. I gotta say, I'm pretty proud of myself so far. Nazareth. Only missing one. The band Nazareth. The band Nazareth. Yeah. Wow, a band I'm a fan of. Skunk, yes. Skunk, yes. He produced not one but two of their albums. He produced. Nazareth albums? Yes. Well, I mean, I feel like you get a lot of info from the albums he's produced. Which ones? I don't know. I think they were late 80s albums. What was Nazareth's famous song? Uh, Hair of the Dog. I mean, their yeah. biggest hit is... Oh, no, they also did a Love Hurts. Oh, Love Hurts. That's what <clears throat> I was thinking, yeah. Okay. I think Hair of the Dog is like, Now you're messing with the... Oh yeah, son okay. of a bitch. <clears throat> okay, that makes sense. That's a skunk. That's skunk produced. Uh, <clears throat> I can't. I don't know which albums he produced, but he produced two of their wow. albums. Wow. All right, let's do. Let's do four more. He played on nine to five. <laughs> wow. Yeah, listen to listeners. Listen to nine to five. Listen to that guitar line. That is your boy, Skunk Baxter. I mean, that's like a trivia I would bring up at a party and it would be like, there'd be so many questions about it. Like, who are you? Why are you in my party? And uh, why are you talking about nine to five? And who's skunk? Like, (laughs) (laughs) who is skunk indeed? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Frank Sinatra. Oh, God. I okay, I get a bonus point if I guess the album he played on was him. I uh, accept. It's up to you to decide whether that's true, but I'm in my head. I'm giving myself the bonus point. Did he play guitar on duets? He did not, and he has not worked with Frank, so that is a, a skunk. No. Wow. <clears throat> skunk. No. Wow, that was my most confident answer, and I honestly just let myself down. I thought for sure he played because duets was like had Bono and a bunch of other people on it. Not Skunk. Skunk was busy doing one of the many thousands of things. I'll look at duets later. I'm not going to look at it. If you can pull up the duets uh, personnel credits and he's on there, you'll get you'll get. I don't think three points. I just think like I'm curious who was on it because I think he did it too. Uh, you can buy it on CD for eleven ninety eight if you want. You ready for the next one? Yeah, one more, one second here. Luther Vanders, Larissa Franklin, Barbara Streisand, Julio Iglesias, Gloria Stefan, Tony Bennett, 
I bet he had one house band for all of it. I bet he didn't bring That's in That's what I'm thinking, too. Different he probably had the guys he's been working with forever. Yeah. Nat- Natalie Cole, Bono, Kenny G. He 100% tried to have sex with Natalie Cole. We know that much, right? I mean, would you say no, yeah. Frank? All right, next on the skunk. Paul Rubens. Wow. This is your best game yet. I just want to call it. <laughs> No, it's just, I mean, Skunk, I could just literally just read the Wikipedia for Skunk, and it would be the best episode we ever did. Did he, did he, like, help Danny Elfman write the theme or play guitar on the theme? I'm going to say Skunk, yes. It's a Skunk, yes. He wrote, not the theme music, but he wrote music for several Pee Wee's Playhouse episodes. Episodes? Individual episodes. Wow. Also, this is not a question, he wrote music for King of the Hill? The show? The TV show, King of the Hill. Do you think he's a guy that is just really bored and doesn't like his wife? I think he really just likes to work. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote uh, music for a single, not like a song, not like a Doobie Brothers song is in it. He wrote just like incidental background music for a single Beverly Hills 90210 episode. Uh, Music for the Blues Brothers animated series uh, and like five other TV shows I've never heard of. He just, was like, he in the Blues Brothers band? He was in the John Goodman era Blues Brothers band. <laughs> the the okay, Blues Brothers sense. 2000 era band. Ugh, let's just, yeah. Uh, yes, he was in that band. Uh, <clears throat> so John Goodman's off the list. I was going to ask that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, spoiler alert. It's okay. All right, let's do two more. Uh, Rod Stewart. Fucking hate Rod Stewart. Um, skunk, yes. Skunk, yes. He played on a yeah. Rod Stewart tour. That makes sense. I mean, imagine Rod you Stewart go to see Rod to, Rod Stewart, which I guess you don't like Rod Stewart. You, but I wouldn't. I don't like Rod Stewart. I don't really get him. <clears throat> He's just kind it's, of a more croonery version of Mick Jagger. Yeah, I don't get Mick Jagger either. It's not like I understand like. Okay, but you realize that the Rolling Stones have like a gigantic global fan base. So if you yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. I don't judge. If you say the Rolling Stones are your favorite band, I'm not judging for it. Like I get what like you liking them. Yeah, I mean anything uh, that popular, I'm just like, well, I some, I, I for, I'm for a billion people can't be wrong. It must be good. Is not like is a bad copy of everything. He to me, he's basically like John Cougar Mellencamp. Like just who like a, Skunk did work with? Oh, wow, <laughs> wow. I mean, is there like a, a chart somebody's put up that we could buy, like a poster? I mean, we could make a chart. Like Skunk, and just maybe the for Skunk our Family our Tree. We'll be our Skunk Family Tree. Just Skunk in the middle, and then everybody he's ever worked with. Uh, yeah. Okay, so going. one more, two more. Uh, whatever you want to do. I mean, I'll listen. I mean, I literally listened <laughs> okay, to Reed Skunk's Wikipedia on a drive one time for like yeah. two hours. So, uh, he scored a movie called The Curse of the Inferno in 1997. Hmm. Is that a sequel to Inferno? Doubt it, because I think Inferno came out the same year. Um, let's go with. Share. 
hundred percent. He that skunk, yes. He did work with Cher. I think I've actually seen a picture of him and her together. Uh, he produced one of her albums. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I I have a secret love affair with Cher. I've always been a big fan. Okay, last one. Okay, I lost count of your score. By the way, <laughs> you've oh, been, you, you're batting a, you're batting above five hundred for sure. Yeah. Uh, last one. <clears throat> this may be the hardest. Lincoln Bloomfield Jr. Assistant Secretary of State for Political Military Affairs. <laughs> That's the hardest. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say the Muppets. <laughs> um, I mean, 100% skunk, yes. Anything involving the military he worked with. Yes. In his uh, bio, I neglected to mention that in addition to becoming a post Doobie Brothers, a just absolutely tireless. Uh, session and touring musician skunk became one of the world's foremost experts in missile defense technology and not like he had a website or he had a podcast about missile defense he's actually like a consultant to the pentagon (laughs) about about missile defense yeah and Uh, still is yeah he apparently was so into like the computer technology used to make like early drum machines that he, I guess he translated that into the early targeting computers for missile defense. Uh, and yes, he he has saved, he's possibly saved all our lives multiple times, and we don't even know. It's in, it's incredible. Uh, but in addition to actually doing that work, he formed a band called the Coalition of the Willing with the Hungarian ambassador to the United States, the the U.S. ambassador to South Korea. Uh, the secretary, the deputy secretary of energy, and this guy Lincoln Bloomfield Jr., uh, the assistant secretary of state for p- political military affairs. <laughs> so he didn't just work with this guy; he formed a band with him because, like, he can't stop. He just can't stop. This man does How not many sleep. Bands has he been in total? Do you think under ten? Uh, hundreds, hundreds. I mean, the the list. I didn't get to every name on my list. Uh, Dolly. Ringo Starr, The Beach Boys, Eric Clapton, Donna Summer, Barbra Streisand, Gene Simmons, Carly Simon, Mellencamp, Linda Ronstadt, James Brown, The Who, Joe Walsh. Uh, that's like 1% of who he's worked with. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm so, I mean, I'm so impressed by this. Glenn this is, Campbell, this is... Al Cooper. Did he ever work with Weird Al? Joe Cocker. Probably. Joni right. Joni Mitchell. Hmm? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Does this Weird Al have so like far. does he have like a set band? I don't think so. I know, I, I mean I will grant that Weird Al is like a competent musician. He's I mean, I don't want to talk about it. But right. I don't I mean I'll, if he I'll... worked with him, it was under extreme duress, I would assume. Maybe, or maybe he's just like, like if you call him at the right time and you're like, hey, come down to the studio, he doesn't even ask what it is. He's like, okay. He strikes me as a guy that has a guitar by his toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's, he's like union. So he's like, whatever the rate, like whatever his going rate is. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. Skunk, can you be here at eight? He's like, yeah, I'm in the car now. Still probably. Do you want to know who we're recording with? He's like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Do you want us to, do you want us to fax you the, the charts? He's like, I. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Don't don't worry. <laughs> What's the most modern hit he's been on? 
uh, most that recent would, hit. I would be curious, like what, like the last, the youngest person he's worked with now. Hmm. Because all these guys are kind of from that era. Yeah. Everybody was together. Did he work with Kelly Clarkson or something? You know, something like that. They were just like, oh, that's like, that's weird. No, I mean, I I think he he like tapped out his generational connection with like people currently in their 50s yeah that makes sense yeah like i also think a lot of artists now don't need like guitar like yeah does like lil nas x call up skunk he's like no like if i need a guitar sound i just sample a guitar like i don't that that's just just a patch on a keyboard i don't need like an old man playing a guitar in the room with me. Yeah. Like that's weird. That's, and that's old probably fashion. true. Yeah. How old is he now? Skunk? 80 I mean, something. He's ageless. He doesn't. Allegedly 73. That, that's, well, that seems really young actually. I yeah. thought he'd be older. No, he I was, guess he started when he was like he was, 16. He was in Steely Dan when he was like 20. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, what a game. Thank you for bringing this to the oh, table. Oh, my pleasure. I wish, I wish I, I wish I could like cite every. No, that's fine. I skunk mean, fact. Do your own skunk research. You know, feel free to hit us up with any skunk research you have that we may be unaware of. Is there a skunk book that we should read? He's got to have an autobiography, right? Uh, I don't know. Great question. That's the that's a book. I could have done my research there. a little bit better. Yeah, it looks like he. Everybody he's worked like Stray Cats. Uh, is the most recent like the youngest oh yeah like he yeah he doesn't seem to work with anybody young anymore stray cats are another example of can look exactly the same for 40 or 50 years yeah like if you dress like that rockabilly shit if you just pick a lane and go with it you will just always look the same Well, that's um, the end of Skunk. What what a game! I'm just the nine to five revelation. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Probably <laughs> you're still you're today. still recovering. You're reeling from it. Um, yeah, we'll save what we're looking forward to for the next show. Um, but man, I can't believe nine to five. Now I'm just going to deep dive on Skunk for the rest of the night. I'm just I've you're lost just my like, basically. You're going to listen to nine to five over and over again and like tweak the eq so you can like I I, 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 get get dolly's voice out of here i just want to hear that dolly, rhythmic guitar line an episode of the orville i saw that i mean i didn't see the yeah. episode i saw her like social media about it it was weird i was wow oh, god she's still around man of course she is i bet she sells uh, out the, the arena like climate we should climate i mean climate. that's a tour we should see for sure if she ever tours yeah no she's on my um don't assume she's going to live forever list. Yeah, for sure. Not to, I, like not Kenny Rogers her. was on that list before he died. Kenny what? Kenny Rogers. Oh, yeah. Kenny also, Loggins I should Kenny Loggins. need to see before. Yeah. Kenny Loggins we have to see. Yeah. Even if it's an acoustic show, I don't really care. I, I want to see go. him playing like an Applebee's in Everett. Yeah, I, I want to hear the good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. He, I'm surprised he hasn't. He must play the winery all the time. I would assume so. Yeah. I bet I bet he plays like like a package like like Paul Simon and Kenny Loggins and Boston. You know what I mean? Like those Oh yeah, tours. that makes sense. Those guys like to hang out together. Yeah. Well I think they also 
there's a there's a category of guy that doesn't want to do like a two and a half hour set anymore yeah like paul mccartney does like a three hour fucking set and like yeah god bless him but like i think some of these guys it's like no nah, i'm good after 60 minutes i want to go yeah sit i down. think at like 10 30 they're like i'm out yeah yeah like thanks but, we start at nine we're done at 10 30 you guys heard the hits all right boston see you boston could play now i'm good all right well that's the end of uh the fixers the fixers wow. we uh we really did it this time i mean if you can blow our minds with some information it's it's really an episode this is a this is a hallmark for us so we invite listeners bring your bring what's your favorite skunk story yeah i mean any skunk stories you have tweet at us at the fixers (laughs) (laughs) and tell us your favorite skunk story leave us leave us uh an itunes review you know under our well-trafficked itunes page (laughs) (laughs) yeah make sure to leave us a review I just can't wait for like it to get on some skunk website that we don't know about skunk Reddit. Well, that's the thing. Like, we are skunk enthusiasts. We are not skunk mm-hmm. experts. There are some. I do like, not claim to be a skunk expert. There's some skunk experts that are like, these guys do not know what they're talking about. He just did work with Gloria stupid. Estefan. It was at the uh, We Are the World yeah. Two in 1993. Somebody's got one of those. He played uh, marimba. Th- like things you fill out during innings for skunk. Like I could totally see Great, that. Man. Also keeps right, us safe. Will, uh, Thank you, Skunk. We will uh, see you next time on The Fixers. I think we're going to be going over uh, some TV shows from the early 90s. Just look forward to that. Amazing TV and, shows. And uh, we'll see you next time. Today. Tomorrow. Don't take the bat out of my hand. It's the ninth inning. You know what this is like. I got to get the quote. The guy's not going to be there all night. I got to get it. We run what we got. What the hell is going on? Are you nuts? The Paper, on videocassette.